Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Bite of Life podcast. I'm Kenny. I'm Winston, and today we will be talking about college.、Uh, we'll be talking about pressure we face applying to college, our college experiences, and our experience in the workforce compared to college. Yeah, college is a very interesting experience for both of us.、Um, how about we just start off with a very fun question? What was your favorite subject in college, Winston? Ooh, that's a good one. I would say, honestly, a lot of my college classes, I personally, or at least for the first two years, I didn't find them particularly interesting, but definitely. The last two years, once we started taking more of our major focused classes, those were definitely like my favorite classes.、Um, mm-hmm. If I were to pick one, I would probably have to go with my project management class,、um, just because like the professor, as well as my teammates in that class, and the overall. Content and structure of the class, I found it particularly interesting.、Mm-hmm. Hmm, what, interesting. Are, what? Yeah. What about for yourself?、Um, for me, this might actually be.、Uh, you might find this surprising because my, I think my favorite subject is not actually a major related class.、Um, my favorite subject is actually nutrition that I took in freshman year. Oh wow! Okay, I think I that's my favorite because it's one of those classes where it could be applied to your everyday life.、Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot about like you know the food that you intake, the macros, and how it affects your body, and I just think it was a very practical class. So.、Mm-hmm. And I definitely learned a lot of new things about like the in the food that I intake and my body. So I think it was a very yeah, it's my favorite class, and the teacher well, was really cool too. Wow, that's very interesting. I was not expecting that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I actually yeah, I actually took two nutrition classes in college as well, and I had the same professor for both and. I agree with you. It's like a very practical class, and、yeah. a lot of the topics were pretty interesting too. So, I guess when you were applying to college, did you feel pressured to get into like a certain、uh, university? Yeah. So. I mean, since yeah, so since we grew up in California, like the big thing was always, ah,、uh, you need to go to a UC.、Mm-hmm. Like, the UCs were like the big brand name colleges.、Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was good that my, I didn't really feel particular, or I didn't really feel pressured to like <laughs> aim for Ivy Leagues or anything. Yeah, or any of those types of schools, but definitely like a UC, right? Just because of The name of the school, I guess. Yeah, and did you feel? I guess for the UCs, did like your family give you a lot of pressure? Friends?、Um, what? I guess how did? What type of pressures 
or where did these pressures come from? Yeah, it's definitely a good mix. Right? So I guess we can start off with start off with like high school, right? So I guess it is peer pressure, right? Pe- pressure from people that you're around, pressure from like your classmates and whatnot. That definitely played a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the other part, my parents kind of pressured me. They did, obviously, like as a parent, you want uh, what's best for your kid and you want mm-hmm. them to go to like the best schools. And to them, like just because of the name of these uh, UCs, like, the, the University of California program, like since it's so highly regarded, even in the country, I feel like they definitely like there were there was some pressure to like go to those schools. Yeah, and I would agree with you. Um, I definitely felt the same amount of pressure um, that you faced. I think for me, the biggest pressure was from my family and also from myself. Um, I have a brother or, you know, my brother, he went to IUC and he also went to the same school that same high school that you went to. And I felt that he set like a standard for my family that I yeah. had to like um, try and get to the same standard. Right. And also I hung out with a lot of friends that were hardworking and smart and they were also trying to get into a UC as well. And I think it's just me and my like competitiveness trying to compete at the same level as them as well. So yeah, I definitely did put a lot of pressure on myself when trying to get into a UC because when I when the college admissions came out and I didn't get into the UCs that I wanted to, I was like really sad. Yeah, I I remember that feeling too. Like even like getting waitlisted at some of them or just flat out getting rejected by their schools it was it was kind of disheartening in a yeah way. i don't know because you don't really know exactly like like the way that they accept people is kind of weird right there's no there's no like clarity which which is okay but it's just like am i not good enough and then sometimes you see people get in and you're just like oh but how did like so and so get in and then you start comparing yourself and things like that right the criteria that they use i really wish they were more um direct about like you know why did this person get in over this um because i would say there are some people that go into a uc that i didn't get into but i know that i got like a higher gpa or higher sat it, also, it might just be because of the major and how competitive the major is. Right. Um, but. Yeah, so at least for me, just knowing my personality, it would have been kind of nice if they gave you a scorecard. It's like, this is why you didn't, didn't get in so that I'm not wondering. But that's not how they do things, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, So after going through or a- after attending like the university that we went to, do you feel like 
the merit of the university actually matters? Mm, good question. Um, I don't think, to some extent, I think the the name of the university that you go to matters, but I would say it's more about what you do at your university and how you take advantage of all the resources that are provided to make the most out of it. Mm -hmm. um, I'll say it's like probably 75% of what you do at your university and 25% the name of your university. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Can can you expand a little bit more on what you mean by what you do at the university? Yeah, so what I mean by that is like, you know, when you're at your university, no, mat no matter if it's like an Ivy League state or UC, um, you should try, or at least for me, you should try and take advantage of the resources that are provided. For example, let's say you're majoring in this major, look for clubs that um, are provided that are related to your major, because mm -hmm. that could be a good way for networking, maybe some like volunteering internship um, opportunities where you can get like real work experience. Um, and also, I guess, just putting yourself out there, you know, socializing with people that you have class with because they are also doing the same major as you. So, you know, in the future, they could be um, good networking um, opportunities. Um, right. Yeah, I definitely yeah. agree with that. That's like a really good point that I feel like not a lot of people do take advantage of those things when they're in school. Like the networking aspect of class is actually pretty important because you never know, like, when like one of your friends in class is going to be like your gateway to your next opportunity right yep exactly or my view on this is it's pretty much the same as yours um i personally don't think i would give it even a lower value than um what you said for the merit of the school uh i feel like it's probably only like maybe 15 percent <clears throat> Mm -hmm. Like, and this is real. This is for like entry level positions, right? When you're like yeah. first applying, like after you have experience in the workforce and things like that, most of the time companies look, or I personally feel that companies look more for the experience as opposed to like what school you went to. Yeah, I feel yeah. like for me, now that I'm actually, now that we're both in the workforce. I feel like if I were given like two resumes of someone that just went to someone that went to a university that's really well known mm -hmm. that doesn't that don't have any like projects, volunteering or clubs versus someone that went to a school that may not be well known, but, you know, have these projects or, um, you know, even research uh, projects on their resume. I would actually prefer him, that person, over the other person that went to a, went to the more well-known school, just because I feel that it's not just like you, it's not just a person, I guess, taking more opportunities. To me, mm -hmm. if someone takes, 
someone takes advantage of the resources that they have, it also kind of tells me that they're more driven and motivated to, you know, do the most they can to better themselves. What do you think that we did to make the most out of our university experience? So for everyone that didn't know yet, I majored in computer science. And one thing that I noticed after my freshman year was <clears throat> that the classes that I was taking, I felt were not practical. So what I did was I, outside of class, I spent time learning how to code on my own. Um, just taking like, or just learning off free resources online, trying to build something small, even if it's like a simple website, because I think a simple website, you know, that's something that uh, another person can use. And I think that's what, uh, companies would like to see, you know, you building something like a simple, like a small project, because that kind of tells, at least now that tells me that you know that candidate is motivated and trying to learn new things on their own outside of class uh i also joined clubs i joined the computer science club where i got to network with some people and get tutoring help that's not just for my classes but just for you know the um major itself and yeah that's mostly what i did i actually didn't really do too much which i kind of regret now Mm -hmm. yeah how about you yeah so for me um my major was uh business with an emphasis in management information systems and my concentration was actually i feel like it was pretty big at our school um we actually had a mis association um mm -hmm. so it's a club that a lot of the mis majors join I personally, I think I only joined for like a semester just because um, of my living situation at the time. I wasn't yeah. always on campus, so mm -hmm. I couldn't make that time commitment. But um, since I wasn't able to be in the club all the time, I, I, I made it a point to really network with my classmates mm -hmm. and kind of build my own my own kind of network from there, right? Like asking classmates about like what types of opportunities are they looking for, like their different interests. Um, just because my major is kind of broad in terms of like what you can do, mm -hmm. um, it kind of widens the scope for like what you're able to do once you start looking for work. So I feel like that was pretty good. Um, Another resource that I personally really liked was um, we, I feel like I had a lot of good professors in my major, mm -hmm. and I, I actually took a lot of opportunities and time to talk to my professors and kind of, since they were like veterans in the industry, a lot of yep. them worked at the big name companies before, and now they're like, they're either working part-time still in the industry or they're just teaching now, but they still have a lot of good insight in terms of like 
how everything functions, which I personally really liked about my major, just because they're like another resource, right? So I would always ask them questions. It's like, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about this? And I'm interested in this topic and so-and-so topic. What would you recommend is a good place for me to start? And yeah, like I would, I would say I didn't particularly take advantage of all the resources we had at our school, but at the same time, I kind of like walked my own path and did it my own way. So I yep. felt like, yeah, I don't really regret like the path I took. I mean, if, if it were, if my living situation were different and I was on campus, I probably would join more of those clubs, but yeah. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And I mean, that's probably like the biggest difference from high school and college. You know, you just got to go, you set your own path and you just go with it. Um, you brought up a good point about the prof about, you know, having a good connection with your professors. Mm -hmm. I actually just, after you brought that up, I remember that the professor for my senior project um, he works at IBM and he actually provided internship opportunities for students in my class or for my classmates. Yeah. And he even also asked me like, Hey, what are you going to do after you graduate? Um, at that time I had a job lined up, right. but he mentioned like, Oh, if you want, you can get, if you would want an opportunity at IBM, let me know. So yeah. Yeah, I think having a good connection with your professors as well, even, you know, if they give you a lot of work, is a really good way to take advantage of your resources at your university. Yeah, and like a lot, again, like a lot of these professors, they're like veterans in the industry, right? So mm -hmm. they themselves are like a key or like a key to like a whole new like door of connections, right? Yeah, like the professor for that project management class that I said was my favorite class. He, I would say I have like, I would say he's probably like my best connection or my best mm -hmm. resource because he like he has all these connections with like the project management institute and like those types of people, and he's always open to like help us out, right? You create your own path, but and then you just figure out how you want to like follow it, right? But just because you don't join all these clubs or you may not use all of your resources, like kind of understand that there are resources available and people are there are people that are around and they're willing to help you. The the yep. biggest thing the biggest thing is that you can't be afraid to ask. That's that's what I always tell like a lot of my friends. I'm like hey you never know if you need anything just ask because someone else is gonna be like one of your connections that leads you to somewhere else you know yeah and with college you're pretty much on your own and it's just up to you to you know just take action um yeah ask and I think one yeah. thing that really helped that I really that I did back in college that I think really helped was 
going to career fairs as well. Right. Yeah. Even if, even though if I knew like, oh, even if I kind of like just told myself, oh, I don't know if I would even get, if I'm even qualified for this company at my career fair, I still went up to talk to, um, to the workers that for that company because even if you don't plan on like applying, you can still learn a lot just from talking to someone that works there. And who knows, like, and who knows, like you said, Winston, you never know when a person could help you or what opportunity can have, can be, or what opportunity may appear if you just talk to someone. Like, I remember I was talking to someone that worked at Google with no intention of applying or, um, we have no intention of applying, but I had a really good conversation with him. And he was like, oh, hey, I think you'll be like a really good candidate. You should apply. So I think like just, you know, hearing those words that and like all the information that he provided that really helped with um, that really helped with just you know, applying and um, like applying and like gaining confidence that you're capable, kind of, right? Yeah, gaining confidence yeah. that I'm capable of, you know, applying to these companies because I think imposter back in college, imposter syndrome was really real. So it was good to um, hear those words. <laughs> like do you feel like what do you feel like is the difference between college and the work and the workforce and do you feel like your work ethic in school affects your work ethic in the workforce because like with imposter syndrome i feel like it's kind of like or what imposter syndrome is is it's pretty much like you don't feel you don't feel like you're capable to like do like what your job is asking you to do right mm-hmm. yep but i mean having gone through like certain experiences or certain projects even in college where you've done a, some of these things before do you feel like does that play into the imposter syndrome thing at all? Yeah, so I think, well, first off, I think like the biggest difference from college and the workforce is once you're done with work, you don't have to really worry about homework, studying, exams, and all that, which I really enjoy. Oh, yes, sir. Um, but in terms of imposter syndrome, I think there were, I did have some doubts when I started working just because I felt that the work, the work that I was doing was completely different from what I learned in school. Mm-hmm. I felt that all the courses that I took for my major were not applicable to, were not really applicable to real work. Right. Because in school, I was taught 
most of the classes were taught, you know, using these specific languages, but now I'm working with another language. Yeah. So there was definitely some imposter syndrome there, but I think going back to what I did when I was back in college, you know, learning how to code on my own and learning uh, new languages on my own, I think I was lucky enough to that back in back in college, the languages that I learned on my own were actually the languages that I use now for work. So, oh, that's great. So you yeah. kind of like set a foundation for yourself unknowingly, right? Yeah, by, by putting in that extra work. That, that's very good. Yeah, and I think that did help out with a little with, you know, the imposter syndrome. Um. I think, and then also, like you said, um, I think because of what I did in college and how I sort of knew I had to just make my own path and take action on my own, that really helped, like, when I was being onboarded, because I wasn't really afraid of, like, asking a lot of questions to, you know, my manager, because um, I know that there are some people that are like, oh, if if I ask too many questions, what if they think I'm dumb or I don't get this? Uh, but honestly, just ask all the questions you may have. You know, in the workforce, you're now working with a team. They're not going to think badly of you. They just want to try and help you. Right. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Like, that's probably one of the biggest lessons that I've learned like throughout college and even in work. Um, I guess my experience with imposter syndrome is a little bit different from yours um, in that I felt like <clears throat> there were things in school that did apply, but again, like not everything did. And that's kind of where like asking those questions really, really comes in to like, I mean, pretty much when you're asking the questions, what you're doing is you're just helping yourself out, right? And like the good thing about my team when I first started is like they gave me confidence to ask questions, right? So pretty much what my boss and my mentor said is like, we'd rather have you ask questions and do it right the first time than do it wrong like 10 times and then ask the question and then having to go back and redo yeah. it, for it oh. right? Yeah. So I guess I was very fortunate that I was able to join a team like that where they gave me confidence to like really ask these questions. But I feel like going back to like I guess what this question was about is like the biggest difference between college and the workforce and I guess the work ethic wise I would say in college, I, I don't, I don't feel like I was particularly a very good student. <laughs> like, I mean, I, for definitely for like team projects and things like that, where it wasn't just my own grade on the line, I would always like pull my weight in that, if mm -hmm. not more. But when it came to like just my individual work and things like that i didn't i didn't feel like i was very uh motivated to do those things i mean i still got it done but like obviously for, I, I know for a fact that there were some places where i could have done better but 
and yeah. that definitely did not translate to work um like my work ethic is totally different like in when i'm working i i always try my very best to bring like 100% 110% right mm-hmm. because i think i guess the thing is when i'm working like in the workforce it's not it's always a team project right it's not yep, just me exactly. line like my work doesn't just reflect me mm-hmm. it reflects my entire team it reflects on my boss it reflects on my director and so i can't be kind of lazy about the work right i always want to present my best self when i'm working right yeah like, i think in college and this is something that i wish they did more of at least for my major at our university mm-hmm. was have more team based assignments and projects just because that i believe that mimics um the workforce more because most of the assignments that at least for me that i got in college were just all individually or were just all individual based assignments like right the only person that would affect me and my grade and performance in class is myself right um, <laughs> i think i think it's hard though right like yeah with, with team assignments in school like there's always gonna be the one that's not pulling their weight yeah and then someone's eventually gonna have to carry the team i i, I get what you mean but I feel like it's it's tough. There has to be like a good balance, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, I similar to you, the work ethic difference, or there is a big work ethic difference from college and the workforce. For the workforce, like you said, I want to try to do my best, not just for me, but for my team, because. You know what I do, and whether how bad or good I do it, it affects everyone else in my team. It's not just, you know, in college, if you do, if you don't study for an exam, you know, you're the only one getting a bad grade. You're not. But if you do bad on a project at work, not only are you affected, your team's affected, and it just keeps going down yeah, the ladder so it just makes everyone look bad right yeah so, yeah so you pretty much have to pull your own weight yeah do you prefer do you prefer working now or or i guess do you prefer work or college now I, now that, yeah. yeah that's a good question i would say there's definitely pros and cons of each i I definitely miss the social aspect of college just because um, we're around a lot more people and peers like our age, whereas mm-hmm. at work, it's like, or at least for me <laughs> at my company, I'm like, I'm like pretty young mm-hmm. and everyone else has like, everyone else is always like, oh, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I took my kids out to do this and do this. Or like, they're always talking about their kids and I'm just like, I can't relate, man. Yeah, yeah. Similar 
experience for me. Definitely missed the social aspect of college. You know, after you're done with class, you can just hang out with your friends. Right. Um, but now, I feel that now all that now that our friends are working, it's definitely a lot harder to hang out with friends outside of work. Yeah. Um, because you know everyone has their has different schedules. Not everyone works like a standard nine to five. I mean, this year has been especially tough, but I, yep, yeah, I, yep. I know, <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, but I don't, I I like learning, but I don't miss like homework and taking tests and things like that. Um, yeah, I I really like the challenge of work and the fact that I get to learn every day at work. Mm-hmm. Or I try to find something to learn every day at work, right? Even yeah. if it's like a liberal thing, because I think for me, like naturally, um, like my personality, I'm just a very curious person, and I'm always looking to like, oh, what's the next thing? It's like, what's what's new? Where can I learn more stuff? Mm-hmm. Right, but I I believe in the idea of like learning never stops right even even though we're not in like a formal environment where we're like quote unquote forced to learn anymore i still take it upon myself to like find ways to learn things every day yeah i think with work you're definitely given or in the workforce you're definitely given a lot more opportunities um like it doesn't even have to be something related to what you do for work. You know, let's say, oh, you're interested in learning more about, you know, the business aspect of your company or work of your company. I think if you work for a good company, they would um be more than happy to, you know, you know, you can chat maybe shadow someone that works in that department. Um, but in college, it's kind of hard because you're mostly just focused on like your major and right. your class. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I guess that's good because it this always like leads back to the the thing that we've been talking a lot about in this episode of like asking questions. I feel like that's a common theme that we've been going back to in this episode where. Mm-hmm. Again, like a lot, a lot of the times, even like when you're in the workforce too, a lot of the times when you're curious about something, you can just ask questions, and you never know. Like, like what you said, like if you're curious about business, you can just ask and find out, and then maybe you can get an opportunity to shadow someone, or like just getting just get connected with someone where they can tell you about like what they do in their job. On a day-to-day, right? We kind of wanted to end off with, you know, some advice and takeaways from our experiences in school and even the workforce that we think could help you. As whether you are already in the workforce or you're just in school, um, that help you, you know, just move forward with your career. Um, right. Yeah, I would say, I mean, continuing off of what we just talked about, like a good one 
a great takeaway is don't be afraid to ask questions, whether it be like asking questions to like your classmates or asking questions to professors, or even when you're working, asking questions to like your boss, your mentors, your coworkers, things like mm-hmm. that. I don't feel like you should ever be afraid to ask questions um, because that's part of how you learn and that's how you get information and that's how you continue your own personal growth as well. Yeah, and my advice is don't just go go into university thinking, oh, I'm just here to take, to just go through all my classes and graduate. Definitely find things to do outside of your classes, whether that's joining a club, learning on your own online, or you know, even just trying to socialize with people. Because uh, I, just speaking on my experience, sometimes I feel that you will start to realize that you know your major may not be applicable to the workforce. At least that's what I think. Um, and similar to, you know, what Winston said, don't be afraid to ask, which kind of ties into like, don't be afraid to just meet new people. And, um, I think even after you're done with college or with university, still keep in contact with the people that you met in college. Don't just be like, oh, I graduated. Okay. Bye everyone. Um. Still try and keep in contact with them because you never know, you know, two years, five years from now, something may happen and you never know like how they could help you or how you could help them in the future. Yeah, and just just to close out, kind of taking us back to the beginning of today's episode, like I wouldn't say the merit of your school really matters that much. But it's more about what you make out of your own college experience. Yep. Um, and if there, if there are younger viewers out there who are still in school, or listeners, I guess, not viewers, <laughs> um, I would say college is probably going to be the last place where you're surrounded by all these peers that are around your age. And like, as centralized location and it's really just a big networking opportunity so definitely take advantage of that yeah and don't worry about how others are doing like don't be discouraged you know if a friend of yours you know got internship but you didn't you know everyone has their own path I always tell this to like my friends that are still like on the job hunt. Eventually we will all be in the same place. So just focus on what you can do to help yourself. And uh, yeah, don't try not to compare yourself because it can be pretty disheartening. (laughs) Great. Thank you everyone for listening to today's episode on the Bite of Life podcast. Um, We hope you join us back for our next episode. Yeah. Thank you everyone for coming in, for 
listening in. All right. Goodbye. Bye bye.